0: I'm Rebecca Pete and I'm Rebecca Cochran and And welcome welcome to Woven
1: where we strive to be Christians living in the world with intention
0: and our prayer is that to paraphrase Mary Zimmer the Christ who knew Mary and Martha would show us the way of balance. Thanks Thanks for for listening. Hello. Hello. Um. How's everyone doing? Don't answer that. No one's I'm fine. Everything's
1: fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm everything's fine.
0: <laughs> um, before we got to record, I was telling Rebecca, I, she asked how my afternoon was. And I said, I screamed at my kids and then locked myself in my room to eat a cookie and uh, look at like a hundred duvet covers on Wayfair um, for like an hour. That's what I, that's how I'm doing. I'm not doing great. Um, you're probably doing similar
1: things. (laughs) I think everybody's probably doing similar things,
0: but, um, Um, today we wanted to get on and talk about Easter and like, I mean, you know, we still are going to celebrate Easter, right? Because we just are, um, we may not feel like it. We may not want to, but we just wanted to talk about like why it's important to still celebrate and like maybe some ideas for you, um, as we go. So Rebecca, how are you feeling about celebrating Easter?
1: Um, it's an up and down. Um, like there's like, the, like, I feel like I have like two like personalities. I have split mm-hmm. personalities. We have the yeah. one personality that's like, no matter what, Jesus still rose from the dead. And mm-hmm. he's, he's still, his resurrection power is not lessened because of our current situation. Um, it is still an important time in church history and people all over the world are still going to be celebrating Easter. Um, even if it's from their homes. So like, that's an important historical event. And so I think it's important to um, share that with our family and do that. Um, And like you said earlier, when we were talking about this, like providing that normalcy for our kids. So like, there's that part of me that's like, yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to make it work. And then there's the other part of me that's like, really struggling with having um, the ability to take initiative to plan things to celebrate, um, because it seems like I don't want to celebrate so yeah that's kind of I'm kind of like struggling between like tomorrow's um my son's birthday um and you know I've really been like working myself up to be celebratory for that for his sake but mm-hmm. like I'm having trouble like thinking past that for celebration so yeah yeah
0: I mean I get it I feel like um the benefit like I'm not a person who gets excited really like I'm kind of like Larry David like I'm just like I I don't get like yeah we're gonna do it like I'm just not like like I enjoy things but I'm never one to be like I'm so excited about like anything and so for me I just think like you don't have to be excited to celebrate I mean I'm rarely like excited you know but I say that to say like so I feel like celebrating Easter especially right now like this time is so dark and this time is so difficult that celebration is almost like a rebellious um a rebellious act against mm-hmm. this virus and just like the all of the difficulty around us it's almost rebellious in a really good way to still choose to mm-hmm. celebrate. And I think um not appeals to me because I'm a rebellious person, but <laughs> I just think like um like we have a choice here about what we're going to do. And like, we can't make Easter, we can't have better circumstances. Like this is what it is. Like these are the circumstances. And I just, I mean, I don't talk about the enemy a lot on our podcast and I I try not to be that person who attributes everything and like gets weird about it. But y'all like, that's what he wants. Like he wants us to not celebrate Easter. He wants us to be like, well, this doesn't matter. He wants us to think nothing matters. He wants us to feel sorry for ourselves for being in quarantine. And it does suck. And I'm not saying you shouldn't like validly feel all those feelings, but like, we're still going to celebrate. Yeah. We just have to, you know, like we don't have to, but like, we just, I feel like it's so important outside of just like, like you celebrating Easter with your family. is not just about you and your family. It, there's a whole world we can't see. And I feel like, we need to celebrate now more than ever. And I don't know, bring God's light into all of this. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. And I mean, you know, the thing is like, we're in a dark time right now, but like the enemy doesn't win, you know, like, and that's what we're celebrating. So it's mm-hmm. like, if, if there's ever been a more perfect time to celebrate Easter, is it not right now? Cause we're celebrating that no matter what our circumstances are in this moment, like the enemy's not going to win this thing. So we can defiantly praise Jesus despite all of these circumstances that say we shouldn't because we're really not celebrating these circumstances. We're celebrating God who says that it's not going to be like this forever. Yeah. Okay, Okay, there's my sermon. Bridge! (laughs) I'm serious. Like this, I mean, I think that like there there are always spiritual implications to everything we choose to do. And, you know, God gives us the dignity of being able to choose if we're going to worship him or to be able to choose if we're going to engage with him or love him or care about him. He gives us this great honor of being able to choose that. And I think that in this, in these times when we, I mean, and he always appreciates our efforts for sure, but like, I mean, you and I were talking or I was talking to you earlier about how like when you're if you've ever if you're a mom and like you have those newborn days, Rebecca and I both had some postpartum depression like in early stages. And it's like when when you wake up at two in the morning and you're in postpartum and you're exhausted and like literally you you just sometimes like pretend you don't hear it. (laughs) You pretend you don't hear the just like "I, I can't right now. I just can't. And you get up anyway. That is so such a deep level of love. To It's like you're going beyond your human emotion and your human drive and you're you're choosing the right thing and I think that like um I just think of that now like we're we're going beyond our humanity when we choose to celebrate Easter we're going beyond like reason I mean it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense but what in Christianity makes sense nothing really like it's all weird you know so like why are we going to be rational about it let's be irrational.
1: yeah those are my thoughts yeah, I, 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 I like struggle on this like um, continuum of like wanting to recognize the som- so. This is where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Recognize the somberness of the time in which we lived because let let's say for I've been thinking about history and I've been doing some research and like thinking about like how the church has celebrated um, like Easter and these moments and in our church calendar in times of peril. So, you know, like during world wars and or the plagues or, or whatever, or the Spanish flu of nineteen eighteen. And like the way that things were celebrated looked different, but it didn't like Easter still happened and celebration mm-hmm. still happened, but it looked different. And like and so like I fallen like I haven't gotten any of my Easter decorations out. I just I feel like I just can't get to a place with what's going on around me in the world to put Easter bunnies out. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to um die eggs with my kids next week because it's spring break and we need something to do and why not die eggs or like um that we're not going to sing and watch a sermon and um you know talk about Jesus and his resurrection and the importance of that like of course we're still going to do that but like I'm I'm finding myself like I'm not going to do all the things that I normally do not just going to be with other people at Easter but like some of the more like culturally appropriate in quotation marks if you will ways of celebrating easter like to me those things are kind of like falling by the wayside and like Mm -hmm. i just need to cling to like what's important about easter um and you know that's kind of a metaphor for i think where a lot of us are like or at least for me that i'm starting to realize about life in general like that if there is one positive outcome about this whole thing is that like everything's been stripped from us for the most part i mean some of us more so than others but like a lot of What's non-essential in our lives have been stripped from us, and like we're eventually going to have to add those things back. Um, but like I think we're going to really be thinking about what we're going to add back. And I kind of feel like that about Easter. Like I felt like we need to. I, I felt I don't feel like we should ignore that Easter is coming. But because I agree with what you said about the enemy wants us to do that. On the flip side, I also think that. I need to like pare down to the essentials of what Easter is. Um, and yeah, I mean, I got some Easter candy for my kids because I want some sense of normalcy. And I got a couple of gifts for them mostly because I want them to have some crafts and stuff to do to continue with this quarantine we're in. And what a great time to do it, but at Easter in their baskets. instead of so just randomly throwing things at them. But also like just this whole, like the whole cultural way of celebrating Easter. Like I'm just, you know, I'm shaving some of that down because of the time that we're in and we're we're reducing non-essential and I feel like those things are non-essential but of course celebrating the resurrection of Jesus is the essential to Easter and that can be done in any time in any place.
0: Yeah, that's really good. I mean, I think like, yeah, because celebrating it's really, I mean, this the cultural celebrations like we're talking about bunny decorations and like, you know, the honey-baked ham and all of those things it's like I kind of look at it as more like I love tradition, but I kind of this year I'm thinking about like what would what's really personal to me
1: mm-hmm. um, and
0: what's a way like that I can really celebrate Jesus's life and my my death, you know, like in the death of me and Jesus coming through. Like, how can I celebrate that? So one thing I'm going to do is make hot cross buns. For my neighbors. Cause did you know, it's like your tradition from a yeah. long time ago, you bring it yeah. to your neighbors, like, it's a thing. And I mean, what better time I'll, I'll put a recipe in the show notes or I'll send you a recipe. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to make those and you can pretty much make them with all of your, uh, pantry staples. <laughs> it's like flour and you know, whatever it's buns It's little sweet rolls, but, um, I'm going to try to make those. And then, yeah, I mean, you know, we're not, I have three little bunnies I put out. And that's about it. I don't know. I mean, we're going to decorate eggs too. And we're going to talk about why we're decorating eggs. Mm
1: -hmm, And maybe mm -hmm.
0: that maybe that's what it is, Rebecca, like maybe we're maybe we're thinking of why we're doing these things. Maybe we're saying like, hey, Maddie and Penny, I was just like decorating these eggs. Maybe I'm going to tell you why eggs are something we talk about at easter and Mm -hmm. all of this like symbolism behind that and like maybe that can be an opportunity for us to talk about jesus because i think what we tend to do is you know we kind of take jesus out of all of the celebration Mm
1: -hmm. and easter
0: Mm -hmm. is its own thing separate Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but that's not what it was supposed to be you know and so maybe this is our maybe we can just be more intentional about putting him back in and it's not going to look the same because it won't be as showy and flashy and pretty probably um yeah yeah
1: Yeah. in the hot cross pens got me to thinking. So back when Mila was little, um, littler than she is now, um, Before things, because it it, through the years, Easter has gotten later. It goes on this like rotation, right? And so, like, it starts like in March and then moves to later in April. Um, And our spring break is always the beginning of April. So the past few years, with Easter being in the first near the first week of April, we have not done a lot of celebrating of like traditional stuff. We've gone to church and things like that, but we we were at the beach for the week for the week before. So we haven't dyed eggs and done that kind of stuff. But one of the things that I used to do with Milo when she was you know Maddie and Penny's age or maybe a little younger. Was there's these rolls that you can make with crescent rolls and you wrap a, um, you wrap them, the crescent rolls around a big fat marshmallow. Mm -hmm. And then when you bake them, the marshmallow melts. And so it leaves the crescent roll hollow but sweet on the inside oh, because yep, the marshmallow. Awesome. so it's like you know so it's like the hollow tomb and it was just a really good way to explain that to her when she was smaller um yeah. you also sprinkle some um you also sprinkle some um, cinnamon on it too because it's like you know jesus they they put the the spices on him when they were preparing his body and so you can talk about the whole thing but yeah. do it in making the rolls and then when they come out like they're hollow on the inside because the, the marshmallow is melted um I'm like, we haven't done that in forever. I'm like, oh, I have crescent rolls and marshmallows. We can totally do that, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's really important to talk about why we do these traditions because we have the time to talk about it. We've got all the time in the world to have these
0: conversations
1: with our kids, you know? So.
0: Yeah, something I heard someone say, and I can't remember, I've been taking in a lot of content lately. so (laughs) I can't remember who said this, but they were like, what will you be sad that you didn't do during this time and then just do that. Cause it was talking about how everybody, I mean, there's just so much talk about like, get your bikini body from home and like, just all this like self-improvement
1: stuff that is like, I can probably say, I will not have a bikini body <laughs> at the end of this.
0: <laughs> I will in the sense that a bikini body is a body in a bikini, but <laughs>
1: probably not feeling it on the yeah. But um, there's been a lot of Doritos happening. I, so. <laughs>
0: I know, right. Um, and Oreo. Oh yeah. Yum. I think like, Wait, no, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. She was saying that, um, like just to, what's the one thing that you feel like you will be like, man, I wish when I had that time where I was forced to stay home, I would have done this thing. Cause Mm -hmm. I think, and that's sort of related to this, like, okay, this is probably going to be an Easter. Unlike any Easter we're going to have, it's going to be a quiet Easter at home. Mm -hmm. I haven't once thought about what I'm going to wear, which normally that's like a big source of stress for me is finding my Easter dress. And, uh. Sorry to admit that out loud, but it's the truth. And like, I, there's not going to be any like parading around church and seeing all the family. Like, it's like, that's not going to be there. So like, yeah. all that stuff has been taken, it's all been stripped away. Like you said, so like, what am I going to, in this quiet at home Easter, like what, what is it that I really want to experience? And like, that's yeah. what we have to make happen. And like, you know, obviously for quarantine as a whole, I, I keep saying quarantine, we're not, well, what's the, we're sheltering in
1: place. Social distancing. Yeah.
0: But it's different. Sheltering in place is different from social distancing. Yeah. I don't even
1: know. Quarantine Um, means you wouldn't leave at all. Sheltering in place is you only leave for essential. Yeah.
0: Which I thought social distancing was.
1: Yeah. Social distancing, like you could still have non-essential stuff in social distance.
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: Yeah. We're doing oh all God. the things except for quarantine. Unless you have it, then you're quarantining.
0: <laughs> okay, but, so you're gonna do your tomb. Your crescent yeah, so we'll
1: we'll dye eggs. um You can be we'll, a Pillsbury
0: influencer. It's a good idea.
1: <laughs> Actually, I think the crescents that I have right now are the Annie's ones and not the because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think they were on sale. Not because I was trying to be organic. Because like, what crescent rolls organic? Please, it's <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs>
0: That's us butter for you
1: because <laughs> it's Anna's and set up Pillsbury. Uh, um, we'll dye eggs be, mostly because I love deviled eggs. This is this is interesting. So every every year at Easter we go to my dad's house, and my dad's a fabulous chef, and so he always cooks. Like I literally don't ever remember cooking Easter dinner, yeah, ever. So I'm gonna have to. I like haven't even thought about it. I'm like, oh dang, I'm gonna have to think about like preparing an Easter dinner, and so I haven't really thought about that. So I need to think about that because I have no idea what we're going to do. So, You
0: know what I think I'm going to do? And I'm not saying anyone else should do this. um, But what I think I'm going to do for my family is I'm going to make everyone their own feast. Like, And I'm not like cooking all of the things, but I'm literally just going to make everyone's favorite food.
1: That's a good idea.
0: Because like my kids, it's easy because they don't, I don't have to cook anything. It's like hot dogs and like all the crap I would like make them space out. I'm just going to give them a plate of, like, everything they love. And oh, that's awesome. That's, but I think that could be like an, and depending on what your family likes, like, Chris is a pretty simple guy. Maddie and Penny are pretty simple. This isn't a lot for me to do this. Um, I wouldn't say, like, go make four gourmet meals or anything, but yeah, I don't know. I just think that could be, I'm trying to, like, make it, um, I don't know. I just keep thinking how Jesus is a, per, he's personal. Like, we're in a relationship with him and he is so personal. And so, how can I, show that personal love to my family during this time Mm -hmm. and really love on them. Because honestly, the last couple weeks, I have not been focused on loving them. I have been focused on surviving and getting everyone away from me so I can have five seconds of peace. But I want Easter to be me really focusing on
1: loving them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. My family actually really does like ham, So I probably will do that anyway, just because they love it and I never do it. Cause I was thinking, Oh, I won't do ham. Cause that's what we always do. But I'm like, no, I might still well do it. Cause all my family likes it and we never do it. So I might do it anyways. So. I know. Cause
0: at first I was like, I'm going to make like, you know, double egg, like all the things people make. And then I was like, nobody wants to eat that. And I'm just going to make all this food. Like no one in my family, I'm going to make all this food and then no one's going to eat it. And they're going to be like, I wish we just had like spaghetti and I'm going to be annoyed.
1: That's a really good question though. I should ask like Nathan and David. Well, David loves ham, so he'll be excited about ham. Mila loves doubled eggs. Like her and I will take down an entire dozen. It's fine. <laughs> um, but like what does Nathan and like what else does David want? You know, those are good questions, like to ask, like what they want as part of you the You know what's
0: system. a fun idea too is um like if your kids like chicken fingers, everyone does. You could just um instead of like breadcrumbs, you could do like whatever chips or crackers they like on the outside, like I crush them. Yeah, I've done that before, and it's fun. It's like, these are cheese it Chicken Fingers or Doritos or, I mean, pretty much use anything, potato chips. Um, but that could be a fun way to make it special for the kid. Mm-hmm. I do Um And we, yeah, we did the Easter baskets. I can't talk. I did Easter baskets. I had them
1: shipped from Target. Not the basket, but just like,
0: we did um, nightgowns.
1: Yes, uh, we did. I did pajamas, too.
0: Books. What else did we get? We did, Candy. Um,
1: Toy Story. I- four figurines. No, we I did, proceed. I did some crafts. I did some outdoor toys because um, we needed some more since we're you know spending a lot of time in our front yard and not going anywhere else. Um, and you know some candy, um, but yeah, I, I did a few things like that. Um, you know, little footballs to toss around and things like that is what I did for ours. And yeah, crafts, books.
0: Oh, so, I would suggest getting yourself something. I got myself a mini Urban Decay eyeshadow palette and a lipstick it's well I'm not wearing
1: makeup I'm I'm going on well, day number 18 without makeup I know <laughs> it's funny it's now becoming a badge of honor. like I march <laughs> off every day I'm like I'm down I'm now on day 18 I've not fixed my hair or wearing makeup
0: have you seen Erin <laughs> Moon does those like adulting awards on her yes. Instagram they're like yes. little ribbons and you can like write your little like yes. what you did adulting today you should do one for like <laughs> without makeup for
1: 18 that's the question well I wear makeup on Easter I don't know
0: I don't know I feel like I've always been kind of funny about dressing up because you know we're in the south and part of what gives me anxiety about what I'm wearing to church is like that's just such a thing it's such a thing what your kids are wearing and you're wearing and like it's like a whole thing and it really stresses me out like I don't I don't worry about what I'm wearing because I want to. I worry because I'm like, is everyone going to think that my dress sucks or like my kids look like crap or, you know what I mean? Like I worry about that stuff. And um, so I feel like there's like some people dress up because they're like, this is honoring to God. If I mm-hmm. put myself like my best mm-hmm. version of myself for like, that's honoring. And then some people don't do it for that reason. Yeah. And I guess it's just whatever reason you're doing it for.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so interesting because the church we go to now, um, I feel like people actually don't dress up that much for Easter. I mean, I know they do more than a regular Sunday, but the, yeah. every church that I've been at before this, it has been like insane. So, like I, I like I haven't even really dressed up for Easter the past few years because I feel out of place when I do. So, yeah. which I'm totally fine with. I did ask Milo when went our walk today. I asked her. I was like, "So do you want, like? I haven't got Easter clothes for us because." that all this happened and it seemed just kind of silly to spend money on Easter dresses and she was like no I'm good I was like yes so because I was like if it's important to her to dress up for Easter then like we'll make it a thing but she was kind of like nah I was like okay good we won't dress up for Easter it's
0: definitely important to my family we are people who like to dress up like Chris likes to put on suits he's a weirdo Maddie and Penny we have dresses from last year that I bought a little too big so we already had them so we're probably going to dress up and all that but yeah my dress is from Amazon, like, so don't worry about it. I think, <laughs> <It's
1: fine. laughs> I think my kids will probably take a picture with their Easter baskets and their pajamas and I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And I, I think another thing that's important, like, I don't know. I just don't think we have to feel to do, which is ridiculous coming from me because I'm in an 8-gram form, but maybe the reason <laughs> I'm saying that is because I've had to learn that lesson really. That's been a hard lesson for me to learn and I'm still learning it. But like, we don't have to feel like doing any of this to still do it. And we can choose like, I don't know that we're going to celebrate and get up and do all of these things. And I don't know, I just think that that's like an important thing to keep in mind during the whole quarantine. Like that's something I've been reminding myself of, like every day is like, yeah, I don't feel like doing anything. I feel like being one with my couch. And I have done that some days, you know, but like, how what's the fruit of that? Like, how's that going to make me feel? And how's that going to, what's that going to do to me? And is that my, <laughs> high, like, is that God's best for me right now? Some days it is. Some days mm-hmm. you're just exhausted and you can't function and that's fine. But like, if I'm just choosing to do that all the time, is that God's best for me? No. And like, again, what does the enemy want? Like he wants us to just like completely shut down and not see anything good in our lives anymore. Yeah. I
1: don't know. No, I agree. Easier said than done, for sure. Yeah, I also want to remember that all of next week or this week, because i'm doing the whole thing where like we're recording before we're that everybody hates. But yeah, this week, this whole week is Holy Week. So yeah. like, I, I mean, there's significance to every day this week, and we have a lot of time at home, and we have time to like ponder these things. So just like remembering, you know, um, you know, Monday, Thursday, and and Good Friday, and you know all the things like um like they those days hold significance no matter what like how can we how can we like remember those days on those days when we're like not going to a good friday service
0: you know so oh yeah you know i didn't think about good friday but that's one of my favorite services of the year and that's really yeah. gonna suck to not have that
1: yeah and yeah. monday thursday is like you know, that's when jesus watched the disciples be and it's the last supper like and like i was thinking that's a good day to do something for somebody else you know and like because I, mm-hmm. you know the washing the feet kind of thing in the service and um and then friday being good friday and like being able to be like figuring out how to like remember the somberness of that moment and then and then easter sunday so like the whole week is is important so like how is it cuz right now you know the whole joke is is every day feels like groundhog day every mm-hmm. day's the same over and over and over but like next week like there's days that we that should feel different. But like how can we like make them feel different? So
0: Yeah. And I think that's such a good thing, especially now because like I'm actually for the first time in forever making a church like a a daily like schedule chart. Like not with like what I'm doing, but just or like activities. But like on Mondays, these are like we do this cleaning and we do this thing. And like because I just I can't have my days all feel the same. Like it's making me insane. And so I'm making a chart and like, I think that that would be a welcome thing in this time is to have like set things to think about every day and like ways to make the day different. I think we need to like embrace that because yep. that and it's going to be, and then what about feasting? Like, cause Easter is not one day. and yeah, it's 50 days. Yeah. Feasting for a long time. Like what's yeah. that going to
1: look like? Great question. Cause it's not just one day. Yeah, I know. I know like how are we going to make this season a season of feasting in the midst of what's going on that's a great question that I don't have the answer to (laughs) but man we're gonna have an awesome feast when this is all over oh and our live show's canceled
0: if you weren't aware speaking Um, of we were very excited about that so now we're just going to have like a live show to celebrate our like 131st episode or whenever we're <laughs> <laughs> it should totally be a random day it, like
1: I it mean, should it really, be that's <laughs> just
0: what we're gonna do like
1: uh, our hundred 117th episode <laughs> i mean we're still sure gonna have a hundredth episode i don't know what we're gonna do for it yet but we're gonna mark it somehow
0: we'll probably do a live recording of us crying into our quarantinies. <laughs> that sounds good to me <laughs> hey you watch *Shire king
1: I've watched, we've watched the first two episodes. Are you still going to watch it? Yeah, we'll probably finish it. David's just been really busy in the evenings with the work that he's doing. So we haven't continued on, but we've watched the first two. So we at least are culturally relevant now because we know what's going on.
0: (laughs) I just have so, like, it is so polarizing. It's fascinating. Some people think it's funny. And then some people are like, this isn't funny at all. This is sad. How are you people watching this? And then some people are like, but the Tigers. And then some people are like, but Carol Baskin. And it's just—it's so fascinating to me. Like
1: I I think it's—I think it's a fascinating, um, it's a fascinating study of interesting humans. And David's also from Oklahoma, so we do There's (laughs) been been lots of jokes about that. Place was. Yeah, we we for sure know where the location is. I don't. David, I was like David, did you ever go when you were a kid? Like, I don't think so. I don't remember going. But mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, you could be related to one of these people. And he was like, yes, I probably could, because <laughs> everybody in Oklahoma is related. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so
0: good. I'm really excited to continue talking because they do such a good job with it. Where. You think you've got it figured out, yeah? And they drop these bombs, and you're just like, "What is well,
1: like this can't be real?"
0: This don't really go happen.
1: past the bomb of the second or third episode because we haven't made it past that it yet. Be
0: quiet! But you're just gonna you just tell me when you're watching it.
1: No, I've actually been watching Love Is Blind, which is
0: it's so dumb. <laughs> it's not. It, like, why does everyone like that show?
1: I don't like it, and but I keep watching it because I'm the kind of person. Once I start a show, I have to finish it.
0: What
1: did you think about Jasper Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't. I'm like very shocked she's still single at 34. Um, but <laughs> that's such a bad thing to say on our Easter episode. Um, it's more of like, I never, like, I'm not a bachelor watcher. Like, I'm not like any of those kind of things aren't my thing. But I guess I just need like mindless television at night. And I, every time I finish an episode, I'm like, why am I watching this? But, anyways. It's, it's fine. I watch it's people awesome. try on clothes on YouTube because that's
0: normal. That's what I watch to zone out. Um.
1: I have to watch things like Love Is Blind so I don't turn CNN on because that's what I really want to do. And then I turn CNN on and then I can't go to sleep at night. So I have to turn something yeah, on like are, Love uh, Is Blind.
0: What are your media boundaries right now? Um,
1: so I'm typically the kind of person that watches a decent amount of news, um, but I've had to stop. Like I um, allow myself to check it in the morning, like headlines in the morning and check headlines at night. Um, but I'm not really watching the news. I just I can't, which is hard for me because I am a news watcher and I enjoy watching the news. I'm like a you know, six year old woman like that. Like I like the news, but like I just it gives me some anxiety to watch it. So I just like I'll watch recaps because I feel like it's important to like know what's going on. Every day, but like I don't need to watch five hours of CNN a day. It just, it's just—it's not good for my soul. Yeah. So sorry.
0: I just got. I'm on a group text, and I got a text. One that said, "Y'all watch Tiger King," and the second one said, "Not yet, but I love Love Is Blind." Like right when we're talking about it, that's pretty
1: funny. Eerie. Are they listening to us? Karen, um, is anyone <laughs>
0: listening to us? Is anyone listening to these? Episodes? Um, <laughs> Sure. maybe we have more listeners. We should check our numbers. Maybe more people are listening because no one has anything to do. Um, but you just said something I was going to comment on. Oh, I like, I tend to withdraw and not pay attention at all. So I just like, Chris will read me things and I listen and then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Because I feel like at this point, I don't need any more information, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and I, I can't handle it. I just really, I'm not somebody who can handle that much bad news and I'm just like, I I I have what I need to know. And like, there's no reason for me to have details. I'll look at them later when this is over Mm -hmm. and I'm not trying to be like uninformed, I guess, but it's like, I don't know. Like I just feel like I think there's
1: a line between being informed and know (laughs) like knowing that we're in a shelter in place and knowing what that means to like, like, watching a constant ticker of death you know what I'm saying like there's like right. this in between Like I think it's important to know what's going on around you and so that you can be a good citizen but on the flip side of that like I don't need to watch every press like the first like week or so I was watching every single press conference and it just like I can't and as a person with a public health background like I, I it's very easy for me to get sucked into the modeling and to the predictions because like that's what I took classes on doing so like I understand it but like when I do it just like it's I get like very doomsday ish mm-hmm. I you know I'm a three and usually in every other time of my life when I got stressed I, I dip into nine which is like I retreat and like sit on the couch I have found myself in this stressful situation situation moving to the low side of six instead and so I can find myself getting very anxiety ridden and so I have Mm -hmm. to um um, and very like not trusting anybody um and or any information and so I have to like I just have to check that in myself and um I can't I can't read every article and I can't watch every video and I can't yeah I just can't. Like yeah. tell. T- I, the first week or two I was and I had to stop because it was just, it was really not good for my mental health. So I'm proud I, of you for stopping. I know it's hard to do. It is. I catch myself every once in a while. And then I'm like, what am I doing? Like I catch myself. I too, or I, I
0: have, have a lot time. of friends who will text me articles and I'm just yes. like, yeah. yeah, I don't need like, I mean, maybe, maybe I need to be more informed, honestly, like maybe it's not good that I'm just completely like, I mean, I'm, obviously I'm informed, like. I'm not, like, walking around sneezing on cucumbers at Kroger, but... <laughs> I hope you never sneeze on cucumbers at Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> I always go for the peppers. I'm just kidding. Um, do you know what I used to do when I was a little kid that's so weird? This is so evil. I would go with my mom in the lipstick aisle, and I would twist them all the way up and then smash the
1: cat back on and put it back on the shelf. <laughs>
0: What does that say about me? I would do that to all these.
1: <laughs> oh, Rebecca! I feel like you need to go talk to a counselor about that.
0: <laughs> oh, don't worry, I have. Uh, not about that though. I think I was just like, I don't know. I was. Just it's a trying-
1: very rebellious thing to do. It is. I was very rebellious. Um, <laughs> I
0: don't know why that just made me think of that. Um, I'm not teasing on cucumbers, but like, I feel like I'm. I know what's going on. Do I need to know numbers every day? I do not need to know that because that's not going to affect, like I'm doing what I'm doing. And like, if somebody says, Hey, you literally can't leave your house. Someone's going to tell me that information without me obsessively getting on my phone. So I'm just not like.
1: Yep. I agree. There's just just so much bad bad information out there too. So it's just. right.
0: Oh, my parents keep sending me articles from these websites. I'm like, this doesn't even sound like a real website. Like, come on. Like,
1: yeah, I can't. I know. Um, I've had to debunk a lot of those that get sent to me. I'm like, this is not factual. Has anybody read the Constitution lately? (laughs) 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 Anyway, so. uh, Yeah. Easter. Easter. Hey, maybe that's
0: something we can do for Easter, like reading the Bible more than the news. (laughs) Or, like, Mm. I don't know. That sounds like a very, like, dumb Christian and middle of nowhere, Red Night Church thing to say, but.
1: I think, I think it's probably a good plan though. I don't think that, I don't think reading the Bible more is ever a bad plan. Yeah.
0: I'm not don't be informed and just read your Bible. Yeah. But,
1: yeah. but um, I, I, if I added up how much articles I've read versus how much Bible I've read, it would be not good. Right. So.
0: And that's the thing. Like I feel like what's something that's helped me is just looking at this, like labeling it as suffering because I think we're all we're all really stuck in like the anxiety and the panic. and But really what's happening is we're all suffering and we're all but, going through grief and mourning.
1: There is actually a very good article and we will link it. Speaking of not reading articles, but I think this is a good one. There was a very good article on Medium. Um, somebody wrote on Medium um, on the collective grief that we're all feeling. It's uh-huh. actually a very, very good article about collective grief um, and how we're all in the midst of like this, like, pattern of grief um and yeah. how that affects like the collective psyche it was actually really good so a yeah, very very good article have. i will yeah i think it's because so. what we're, it's that's what we're feeling like we don't realize yeah. that's what we're feeling but that's what we're feeling it totally grief. is yeah yeah because it's a different type of grief than like when it's like an acute grief or a like individual grief like like collective grief is something most of us have never experienced I mean we spent we we felt it a little bit September 11th I think but like it was it was a it was different than this um it's a good article we should I'll I'll link to it because it's really good Yeah, this feels
0: like like I don't mean to sound like in um like insensitive but I felt like September 11th while it affected me like I lived in Georgia and I was I was in high school and it just didn't really Changed my life that much, you know, yeah. as much as it did for people who actually like knew people who died, or like, like I literally knew no one in New York, so to me, I yeah. still felt like that was removed. But this it was connected,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, this does
0: feel very like we're all yeah. gonna look back and like remember this.
1: Yeah. Well, Dave and I were older and in the process of trying to get co- um, jobs out of college, and so like we yeah. had more, we were affected, and we had friends that were working in New York, and my dad was in DC at the time, and so like I definitely. I had a different, like, I had a more personal connection to it, but it still was, like, a singular event versus a global event. I mean, it was global in some ways, but, like, but, like, this is, like, everybody in the entire world is experiencing the same thing at the same time, which is just mind-blowing to me. Like, even when wars happen, like, with the war in Iraq, like, that affects us in Iraq and maybe a few other countries around Iraq, but, like, this is, like, affecting the whole world at the same time, which is just unprecedented, so it's crazy.
0: That is crazy. Can we debunk that God did not cause this to happen? I've seen some, um, yeah. some of those, that Isaiah passage about... Penny. Yes. Penny. Oh, hold on. Penny's here. Hi, yes, Penny. Penny. Hi. Penny, what, what baby? Um, I was going to say that we're cleaning our basement. Thank you. That's a big helper thing to do. Yes. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. bye, buddy. Bye.
1: Can you that, shut the door? That was amazing. We're totally keeping that.
0: <laughs> Hashtag, I'm like,
1: Isaiah said. You, did you see that BBC video of the guy yeah. who was? That's yeah. exactly what that was just like. I Except really, for, we're not BBC. I would like, like to say we are. So. I'm
0: sure no one's surprised that my children walked in. Oh,
1: my little buddy. Um, that's awesome.
0: Oh, but I saw some articles floating around that um said like this was predicted in the book of Isaiah oh, and God. that he would safe from his wrath. And some people were like, Is this the wrath of God? Rebecca, can you just tell everyone why it's not and to calm down? Um here, <laughs> you have a minute to talk while Maddie interrupts us. Yes. Baby, I'm, I'm doing I'm working right now. But guys, you to work. Yeah. <laughs> Two, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh dear god. <laughs> okay. I-, I need another minute, okay? Can we no? You can leave the room. But we haven't made our chart yet. One. Two. No, no. Shut the door. <laughs> yes. I'm just gonna lock that. <laughs>
1: um so it's just like everything else in theology there's a balance and that I do believe God is sovereign I do believe God is not surprised and I do believe God can uh, work his purpose through any situation including a global pandemic on the other side of that to be very careful about assigning Old Testament biblical prophecies to current present day life. I don't Mm -hmm. think any of us can do that. Um, Most of the prophecies in Isaiah were meant for the current Israel situation in bondage and what was going to happen in the next few years as they left bondage. It was not a prediction for future, um, like, you know, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 years later. Um, We had to be very careful about, like, thinking that we understand prophecy and attaching it to it's like anything you know like you know the year 2000 you know and people were attaching mm-hmm. prophecies to that like and they didn't come at, come true and like we just have to, we i we can't we can't we just can't be liberal with that like th- that's not mm-hmm. helpful to anybody and we don't know we don't know Why God, you know, why God allows the things he does and all of those things, but that doesn't mean that they were predictive because God is trying to bring the world to a certain place or whatever. On the other side, that I do think God has his hand on this and he's in control um, and he's sovereign and he he protects his church and this will not go um, without his notice. So I don't want to go to the other end that God like has like is not involved in this at all. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? So mm-hmm. like it's finding the balance between the two. But yes, we need to be real, real, real careful thinking that we understand prophecy mm-hmm. from the Old Testament and assigning it to current times. Like it's just not, you know, not good biblical practice. And like,
0: God doesn't punish us like that. You know, yeah. like
1: he's not going to, I mean, I don't
0: know. That's just yeah. not his heart.
1: It's like it's like whenever you know a famous preacher comes out after a hurricane and was like, "God punished mm-hmm. New Orleans because of oh, debauchery," yeah. and then he said the hurricane. I mean, like, um, you know, that's not if that were true,
0: we'd all be dead. I mean, yeah, exactly, I
1: and mean, exactly. So, I mean, God stays His hand from His wrath all the time, you know, um, and and He doesn't pick and choose when to send His wrath. I mean, He did in the Old Testament, but hashtag now we have Jesus, like. And I think that, you know, we live in a a new covenant and, um, all the sins, um, of the whole world are equal at the foot of the cross and yeah, that's just not, that's just not how, that's just not how it works. So, yeah. um, but I also think it's very important to know that God is in charge and I have to remind myself that all the time that he's, this is not, he's not surprised. Because Mm -hmm. that's where doom and gloom can really happen if we start to allow ourselves to think that, that God doesn't, isn't in control and doesn't know what's going on. So, yeah. True that. That was my very unprepared answer to that question because I didn't know you were going to ask it. (laughs) You did a good job.
0: So. I didn't know I was going to ask it either. Um, So I'm making a feast of ants on a log, hot dogs. Maybe I'll make homemade buns. Maybe that'll be special. Hot crust
1: buns that no one will probably eat. Um, that's what I'm going to do. Yep. I'm going to make deviled eggs and they're going to be the bomb. I'm going to put jalapenos on them and I'm going to love them.
0: <laughs> I do like double eggs. Maybe I should just make them for myself.
1: No, <laughs> oh, I'm totally... Me and Mila, we're just going to sit there and eat them all. It so might be my- a fun
0: time to bust out a platter because I bet a lot of us right now are like either... We're probably not paying much attention to our tablescapes um and making things look nice. And most of us are probably eating out of like takeout containers or paper plates or whatever. So maybe a fun opportunity to set your table could be fun. Yeah. I mean, unless that just sounds terrible and don't do it. But I might bust out the real napkins and I don't know. I don't have China. I'll just use our regular plates, but maybe I'll make yeah. it look nice. Yeah.
1: Sounds like a plan. Word. Word. Okay. Right.
0: We're gonna we're gonna celebrate.
1: We are. We're gonna celebrate and I'm, I look forward to seeing the listeners who follow us and that we followed see how they celebrate so they can be encouraged. Not because I want to be like, oh, I do it better than them or they do it better than me. But more of like, I, I want to see Christians all over the world celebrating and see what that looks like during this time. So,
0: yeah, for sure.
1: Go out and celebrate social right. distancing <laughs> in a very wise public health way. Go out and celebrate. <laughs> That's your PSA right, for the day. Okay. Happy Easter. Bye.
0: So, till next week, we are on Instagram at Woven and Him. We are on Facebook and Patreon forward slash Woven and Him. You can also email us fullywoven at gmail.com.
1: And I'm Rebecca Pete, like the coffee brand. And you can find me at RebeccaPete.com where you can also find all my social handles.
0: Yep. And uh, I don't want to be found. So, just find me on the Facebook for our uh, podcast and the Instagram, but not my personal. Bye. Bye. <laughs>